Make sure the show transfers over. Mm-hmm. Welcome hey. to episode number thirty-one. Shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we both say that? It's right. like yeah, unbelievable. Um, episode number thirty-one of Super Suit Show, mm-hmm. or where's my Super Suit? Um, kind of in a dilemma about that. We just don't know. We'll get there. Um, this is a weekly wrap-up episode, um, not a special preview episode, even though we did bring the projector into the comic shop today. Of course. Um, we do have some new trailers this week that mm-hmm. we will go over a little bit later, but um, first things first, um, Task has something on his mind <laughs> that I think <laughs> he wants to, he um, himself wants this? to bring up. Um, okay. We can do this. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, go. Go right, right on man. ahead. Go right on ahead. First of all, let me just say this. Y'all, y'all know me. Okay, I, I don't hold my tongue for anybody. I, I don't believe in doing that. If I feel a certain type of way, I'm going to say something about it. Because let me say something. The art of conversation is lost in today's world. And I think that is very dangerous. Because there are things that are going on and people are, are, are calling people out for things. And when someone asks a question about it, people get pissed. Other people say, no, don't do that. Don't do that. To me, I'm kind of like, why not? If I don't know something, why can't I just ask you so that I can know and not to do it again? See, we live in this age where people are too afraid to be wrong. (laughs) Wrong? They're too afraid to just be wrong. And if you know, they were too busy beating our chest about what we do know. That nobody wants to talk about what we don't know. And to me, that's how we get into an idiocracy society. It's like... Each one teach one. Like, why don't you just show me and tell me what it is so then I can know what to do in the future. There's nothing wrong with that. For example, about a month ago, I got attacked because I was talking to this person about Miles Morales and I called him Spanish and he got pissed the fuck off. And said, don't say Spanish, say Latino, motherfucker, blah, 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 blah. And while he's right, I mean, I don't know. I'm with a Latina and, and you know, I got little Latina kids. They don't care. They just want to be called their names. <laughs> okay? Like, they don't really get into that like other people do. And that's fine. Hmm. So, but my thing is, is that I didn't know. So, why are you shaming me for not knowing? It's like, why don't you tell me, yo, man, that's not the right way to say it. You could offend someone. Here's the right way to say it. Instead, he retreated it. Instead of you motherfucker, get it right. I had all these people all up in my mentions. To me, that's fucked. I'm like, dude, because now you're not you're teaching me that next time I'm not even going to try and learn. Like, why try and learn? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, long story short, I got into it with a writer this week. <laughs> ah, ah, Did you see that? I, I saw quite a bit of it. Okay. I saw quite a bit. I Let's put it this way. Okay. I, I go out to check some issues at work. Uh-huh. Maybe take, like, let's say 20 minutes. I will come back and I will see 75 fucking notifications <laughs> from this man on some shit. And I'm just like following through and it's like just back and forth. Why well, didn't say this? Well, you said this. Retweet this. Well, you said blah, blah. It just be like, damn. I don't even know where to jump in sometimes. I just be like, look, I'm just going to ride along for the <laughs> just I'm really not even, along, really I don't along. even. I mean, I have an opinion. But I don't know where the fuck to interject it. Where y'all well, at now? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna I'm start. I'm gonna do a hashtag for uh, Super Suit Show, and I hope you're ready for it. Come and start using it. Um, the most unapologetic comic co- podcast. 
unapologetic. As in, fuck your feelings. If this is how we feel, this is how we feel. You don't like it. Oh well. Do your own podcast. You can talk shit about me all you want, my brother or sister, whatever. Feelings. That's an interesting concept. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? (laughs) I never really thought of that. You know, I mean, I was brought up that, you know... This is how this is how the whole concept of feelings work. It's mm-hmm. a it's an internal motherfucking function. It right? is. It is. It's when something happens mm-hmm. and you feel some sort of way. But come, keep in mind, this is subject to you, motherfucker, not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because if you feel some sort of way about it, do not assume that I feel or give no fucks about it. <laughs> I have an opinion. And I also feel the same way. I don't expect you to give a fuck about my feelings. Right. Thus, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> and that is um, hopefully represented very well on this podcast. Because it is. We, I take other people's opinions. I mm-hmm. take concrete facts. Mm-hmm. I formulate my own opinions. Exactly. And I will allow my opinion to be swayed, but at no point will I really like feel some way about it. I right. mean... Task and I, we debate about shit all the time. All the time. We don't come to conclusions that are the same all the time no. because we can disagree and we can just, hey, look, you believe that, I believe this, here's exactly. my facts, here's right. your facts. Right. Okay, maybe I see your side, maybe I don't. Cool. Mm-hmm. We still cool the next day. Yeah, There's no issues good. about it. It's all it's good. It's called conversation. That's it makes I'm the world saying. great. It's a conversation. And that's what happened to that. I want to have a conversation about something. People are like, no, don't do it. And I'm like, why can't we have a conversation about this? Like, what better way for someone to learn something so that they won't do it again unless, and I've come to this conclusion, unless people like to put people on blast. I think that's what it is. I think that in today's age, we have this, like, ultra pride in the social media world of being like, I popped off. Mm-hmm. So I think the world, the whole pop off thing is cute. It's yeah. like, it really is adorable to me because people are like, oh, I popped off. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, that's, you do realize that things popping off is a controlled and uncontrolled action. It, it don't is. really mean shit. It like, doesn't. so you came off the top of something? Is that, okay, whatever. We'll <laughs> just say you popped off. That pop off when seen by other people and then giving props to, like, oh, yeah, this person put him in his place. It's It's, like, so... So wanted and desired by this new age, in the exactly. sense that people can't wait to just somebody triggers them and they're like, I can pop off now, right? Let me say something that will get people on my side, regardless exactly. of how right or wrong I am or how stupid it may sound. As long as people say that I popped off, exactly. I and, and people have made whole Twitter pages of like that. Like, I won't mention names, but they know who they are. There's, like, a whole Twitter pages of people just popping off against something. And I'm just thinking, oh, you sheep motherfuckers, you guys. But then again, no, nothing brings people together more than hate. <laughs> Look at Donald Trump. Make America hate again. Like, nothing brings people yeah. together. I mean, More dude. than that common hatred for something. Dude, that man has brought... He he has brought next level hatred. Like I bet if Hitler came back, he'd be like, Ooh, "This is an inspiring motherfucker. I think this guy's pretty fucking good." Okay, <laughs> no real shit. Before we go, uh, there's someone in a uh, a stream called the One Who Knocks Eighty Nine. Hey, that is my favorite show. <laughs> okay, Breaking Bad is the greatest show ever created. Hopefully, what's up? Good to have you in here. Peace to you, man. Like I just wanted to say that. And welcome, w- welcome here. Well, welcome. That's her. That's welcome. Her. There we go. And Willie Mello, I'm actually not talking about that guy. 
Willie Miller oh. posted the podcast. He said, like, you talking about the man with Superman's feelings? My bad. That was one of the ones that I thought you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm Because I was like, that fool was hella salty. He Yo. was like, bro, you don't understand. I know Superman, bruh. And then my nigga tried to say, Yo, I've been reading Superman 20 plus years. Did he mansplain me? Did he mansplain me? Did I just get mansplained this shit? I think you got poorly splained. I got poorly splained. That's what happened. You got got poorly splained. Because that shit was. Basically, this guy was going ham on me. And he was like, My man was like, Yo, uh, he was, uh, I didn't know his name. I know his name is, his, like, Farouk is in his name or something. And first of all, let me just say something. I have a problem with Twitter pages called comic book news stuff, and yet they only lean towards one side. To me, that's dangerous. Like, let people have their own decisions. If your job is to report the news, you, sh- you can't be biased. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so this guy, he, he runs, I didn't even know he ran the page at the time, but he runs a, a page called Comic Book Daily. And I, th- I, I probably, oh, Comic Book Debate. Comic Book Debate. And um, he, like, on this Twitter page, he pretty much just is a DC dude. And to me, I'm kind of like, dude, excuse me, um, you're, that to me is dangerous. I'm like, dude, you're like, you you have a voice and you're using that voice to shit on a, a whole nother side. Like, I would never get mad at a dude who says, whose Twitter page is DC is the best news.com and did that shit because that's what the site is for. But when you're doing comic books, you should do all of it. That's just my argument. So anyways, this dude's page, he's wearing a Superman shirt on every picture on there. He's talking about Superman. And, of course, all the DC people are trying so hard to defend Suicide Squad right now. (laughs) They're trying so hard. And so he says, well, I think Suicide Squad is better than Deadpool and better than... (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. And I was just like, bruh, you're entitled to your opinion, but the fact that you just said Deadpool's the worst movie this year, I don't know about you, dude. Like, that don't, that don't really, like, uh... Like, you're being no. a biased fuck right now. Like, if you could honestly say Deadpool is the worst, worse than X-Men, <laughs> the X-Men Apocalypse, stop this, okay? And so I just said, dude, I disagree with you. And he was like, well, Batman vs. Superman is a movie of the year. I was like, oh, God, no, 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 no. He said, well, Superman is still trying to find himself. And I said, that's the problem. I don't want a Superman that's trying to find himself. Superman has never been unsure of what he is and what his purpose is here for. He's never been unsure of this. I mean, there's nothing super about that. There's nothing super about conflicted human guy who just happens to be able to fly. I mean, that's fucking Iron Man. We get it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Superman is an ideal, a concept, a, you know, the American dream personified in a random alien who crash landed on our planet without uh-huh. being captured by the government. Uh-huh. That's, you know, that's what he is. That's yeah. what he represents. He doesn't represent, oh, shit, I don't know my place in the world. I mean, the yeah. first movie alone, like, the whole finding himself thing was like, I thought that was explained when he was like a 35-year-old man with a beard you know, just walking around the fucking planet saving people from construction sites and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm right. old as shit. I can't fly yet. Right. But I can't be hurt and I'm super strong. You know, that's that's where I thought that was going. Then it was explained that, well, you know, my dad didn't really want me to be a hero. Jonathan Kent was kind of like, look, I don't know what the fuck you're up to, alien, but I'm scared of shit. 
<laughs> let me die. That's that's what I got from that whole part. He was like, look, fucking alien, okay? That let me die. Me. Don't save that me. That part gets to me. Super easy. Nobody would see you. Why did he not save him from the fire, from the tornado? I need somebody who was a huge Batman versus Superman fan to explain that scene to me. I'm like, explain to me why did he have to die? Why? I don't understand this. He could have been in there with super speed, saved him, pulled him out. No one would have saw anything. I don't understand. No, no, no. He wanted to die. He was like, look, this next snapping alien motherfucker <laughs> is going to fuck shit. I ain't going to kill all of us. You know who they come to when you break shit, right? They come to the parents, all right? They don't come by my house telling me we got to take your farm. This motherfucker destroyed Metropolis. <laughs> he killed peace. like some 100,000 people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, that's what they're going to do. Peace the fuck out. It was like, kill me. me. And then, just a little salt on the wound. And fucking Batman versus Superman. Superman's talking to his mom and said, how come dad never left Kansas? Because you let him fucking die in a tornado. That's what his mom should have said. Because you let your dad die, son. That's why he never left Kansas. No, he left Kansas. He got blown clear to Missouri because your dumb ass didn't do shit. (laughs) Motherfucker. He been out of Kansas. You know, he was at home. You should have saved him. That scene just gets to me. Like, why? How dare you ask? How come he never left? He didn't get a chance to. Because you let him fucking die. <laughs> like, anyways. So the dude is going off on me. He's saying. But here's the thing he keeps doing. He keeps retweeting my shit. And I got all these, like, hardcore DC dudes in my mentions saying, you're a fucking idiot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? And why does he have these followers like this? And, of course, he's liking all their comments. He's retweeting all their comments. So I'm getting a little upset. I'm like, dude, how how irresponsible of you. Like, you obviously got these followers. You got these people who would do and follow whatever you say. And you send them to attack people who disagree with you? To me, that, that was bullshit. So I started calling him out. I'm like, dude, that's some punk shit, dude. You know, see, and this is probably mostly because I come from the Bay, and, you know, we came around a little area of this hood. But back when I was younger, we used to call them hoes. <laughs> 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 they follow you around and attack whoever got disagreements with you. That was, that was your hoes. You I mean, like, that was some hoes. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck are you people? Why y'all up in my man? I was so confused. Then I found out he's the guy that runs Comic Book Debate. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, so I know you. I said, man, f- I said, fuck your site and whoever loves it. Damn. <laughs> I said, I don't give a fuck. Fuck all of you. Shit like, got real. Yeah, and that's when it really came after me. Shit got it real. really came after me. And that's okay. See, me, I can take that. Whatever, dude. You guys are all sheep. I stand alone. Y'all know what I mean? You didn't hear me say, hey, Super Shoot Show, come help me. I was like, nah, bro. I got this. I'll handle it by myself. I don't need all these motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. You know, I can I do mean, and that's own. the thing. He has his own. For all the people who wonder, like, well, that's bad against your page. He doesn't run the Super Suit Show I page. Don't. I, I don't. run the Super Suit Show page. Um, he has his personal opinions and things he does on his own personal page. So if you participate in that, expect him to say how the fuck you feel. I don't. Um, and I say it all the time. I say I do not help run the Super Suit Show page because I don't want people to think that my thoughts reflect everybody. It doesn't. And so I just do shit. This is my page. I had yeah. someone try to tell me that this week too. They're like, oh, well, you do the Super Suit Show thing. I'm like, so I'm not on the Super Suit Show page. This is my shit. These are my opinions. 
And I can yep. say what I want on my page. I mean, come on. Republicans believe one thing. Trump believes a whole different one. <laughs> you know, Republicans still want people in the U.S. Trump don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's two different sides of the same coin. It and is. you can have that. And that's all right. Because his, you know, opinion is kind of what makes part of the show work. You know, I mean, just as mine does. Nice. I'm just a little more... You know, I don't see the point debating back and forth. I will state facts, and if you don't back it up with facts, you're probably not worth my time. And shout out to the um, one who knocks uh, DC and losing a lot of integrity, caping up for the really bad movies. And that's, you know, I gotta agree with that. I'm a Marvel dude. To me, the MCU is great, but I will never say that it's flawless. I know it has problems. I know there are things about it that it could be better. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you every single one of them is great. And that's the problem with the DCU people is that they keep saying, oh, well, this is great because of this. This is great because of that. And it's not. I'm like, dude, why are you accepting this? <laughs> this is trash and you know it. So don't do it to the point where they're comparing Suicide Squad to Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, why? Why do y'all? Why do you have to justify? Why do you guys feel the need to justify your movie's failure? <laughs> why do you feel the need to justify it? Don't. Just be like, yo, Suicide Squad did good this weekend again. Number one box office again. You're not going to be like, well, compared to Goonies or the Galaxy. First of all, that movie came out three years ago. Like, two or three years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, think, I think in this day and age, because we've taught these silly children that there could be something called, um, what is that stupid concept? Second first place. <laughs> I think that people, like you said, they're afraid to lose. They're afraid to be wrong. And they can't accept that your complaints mm-hmm. won't get the movies from stopping being made. They'll right. get the movies improved. Right. Because right now, the fact that Marvel is doing good is very good for the DCU. It's very good for comics overall. Mm-hmm. Because people are taking the comic book movies mm-hmm. more seriously. Exactly. You know, So you okay. actually have the desire of studios to make new content that is comic book based saying look this sells mm-hmm. you know we were gonna make another fucking Matrix movie for no reason but this <laughs> shit sells which I hear they're That's, I heard they're talking yeah, about that too they're talking oh man no more new ideas uh, this is yeah. a good segue uh, so Suicide Squad dropped 67% this week yeah which like we said it still did do better than Batman vs Superman with 69% yeah um, that's a big uh, that was a big drop for any superhero movie because I think Marvel's and this is you know this it's really hard to talk about it without speaking on what Marvel's doing and Marvel is bringing you know that billion dollar every single movie um, expectation mm-hmm. to the superhero movies and big drops like this sadly for DC show that nobody's hating on your movies. Mm-hmm. People are happy to go see them. People want them to be good. People are being excited by the trailers. They're invested in the DC Universe. Your your advertising is fucking great. Yeah. In the sense that I I went and saw it. Um, Task went and saw it. I did. Plenty of people went and saw it to give it a huge opening weekend. It did. It did but good. what the drop says is that people who weren't going to see it mm-hmm. are not being encouraged to by the people who did. Right. And that's where the reviews come in. That's where other fans come in. If the DC fan world is as big as people say it is, which 
I'm sorry, but the Joker is one of the most well-known villains of all time, mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. People know the fuck the Joker is. Batman's in the fucking movie, in mm-hmm. the trailer. Harley Quinn is one of the most popular female characters around right now. Some exactly. people say she's arguably is you know arguably is well known now these days as Wonder Woman. Oh, definitely, you know? definitely. I would say that. I would agree with that. And they're very heavily advertised mm-hmm. on all the commercials, so uh-huh. people went and saw it. But nobody's saying, "Hey, you didn't go see this movie, but you need to go see this one," like they're doing with the Marvel movies right now. I mean, they are, seriously, and unfortunately, to me, it just shows how fucked up this society is right now, because I'm like, if you really like the movie, you don't you don't care about the critics thing. If I think a movie's going to be good, I want to watch it, I'm going to watch it. If it got like a 2% of Rotten Tomatoes, but I really want to watch it, I'm still going to watch it. I don't give a fuck. But unfortunately, a lot of people do base what they see based off of Rotten Tomatoes. Why that is, who knows? But well, not and not just Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, reviews across the board from critics mm-hmm. put the movie down. And this was the same problem with Batman vs Superman, where it's not necessarily just the you know, okay, Rotten Tomatoes is one site, right? But fan reviews, I think, are where it's crucial. Where people, you know, the fan reviews, people are saying it's high. But I think in the conversation, when people talk about it, when you watch other podcasts, when you watch other, you know, video reviews, mm-hmm. nobody's saying a lot of positive things about either movie. Right. You know, and the Suicide Squad suffered from the fact that people were like, it just could have been better. Like, there's a lot of things that throw you off that were done unnecessarily. Okay. So, like, the Enchantress's whole little weird dance, you know? Oh, yeah, the little, little shaking things. Yeah, I mean... Any intelligent person would have looked at that and be like, okay, fucking stop that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we have this dark-ass little digital smoke woman, and then you have free... I don't know, like... Free shoots. Yeah, like... Free shoots. Kim Kardashian breakdancing. It looks completely (laughs) fucking wrong. It was just stupid, and like, I've seen the movie twice, and I still don't understand what she was trying to do. Oh. Like, it was completely not really clear. No, no. She was trying to make a machine using magic that would destroy mankind. You don't get to know what kind of machine or what it does. That's what I mean. Like, I know what but, she was... Tr- I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. I know but, what she was trying to do, but I didn't know what exactly it was. Like, Yeah, it was some sort of weird mystical thing that I think turned everybody into those little weird soldier things. And it was just going to be her giant <laughs> collective of people. Because... You gotta remember, this is well thought out plotline. If you're gonna rule, uh-huh. you might as well just have mind control over all your fucking subjects because that's that's really you know pleasant and appeasing and mm. will you know make you happy in the long term. Because why the fuck not take over the whole planet just for slavery? It's really inventive. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the one in Knox said, "Whoever, uh, every person who tells me that they saw a Suicide Squad on Batman vs Superman more than once." Suspecting me. Talk about being a glutton for punishment. You know what? You're right. I am a glutton. Um, I saw the first time by myself. And the second time, I took. I had to take the kids. They wanted to see it. They couldn't do it because they were, they were doing like schooling in the first time. And I had to take them the other time. They weren't old enough. So, watch But I claps. warned them. On the table, fam. Huh? I said watch the claps on the thump. Oh, am I dumping on the table? You, you be dumping. You, you, you oh, think a suicide squad. Yeah, you think a suicide squad. And it's like coming through the bones. You're like, man, this fucking movie, man. I mean, at this point, if I'm thinking movie dollars, you like, I've wasted like forty dollars on <laughs> this I piece did. of shit movie. And that's man. not including like the popcorn and shit. But um, I took the kids to go see it the second time. I did warn them, but they 
did it again, and we went to watch it again, and they're like, yeah, you're right. So, anyways, um, but yeah, man, it's um, it's sad to see that it's dropping because I don't want them to fail. But when you're putting that out, especially now, you got like, what's the name? I would play the Joker. Um, he's like complaining, saying, "Dude, you guys took out a lot of stuff, man." Like. They, you could tell there were whole scenes that were taken out. Yeah, Jared Leto is upset right now because he feels that his character was diminished in the editing process. And a lot of people said the same for Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. prior to the Ultimate Cut. Where, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of things were still wrong, but they were explained. And I think that whoever's sitting around chopping these movies up is mm-hmm. costing this company a lot of money. Agreed. Because, it, in our opinion, you know, I think... A couple of sit downs with Suicide Squad, we could have probably helped them make a much better movie. I could agree. Uh, it would make a lot more sense because you have, I mean, you have so many elements mm-hmm. for a proper formula that you should not be hitting these big drops. Right. You have actors. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, I mean, the people you're putting in these movies are phenomenal. Big names mm-hmm. want to do your fucking movies. Right. You know, I mean. Aquaman, I think, is going to get a big opening weekend solely because of how many women love Jason Moma, <laughs> let alone how many people did love Game of Thrones and want to see, like, okay, this looks like a more badass Aquaman. It doesn't look like Fish Face. Right, right, right. Um, I could see things that DC is doing right at the same time now, where, like I said, the Suicide Squad book came out the same week. Yeah. The movie came out. Harley Quinn got a reboot. Yeah. She got a reboot in her character. Now she has the blue and red hair. Mm -hmm. She looks much more like the movie version. Mm -hmm. They match. So if you're a Harley fan, you're going to go back to the book and you're going to be like, oh, this is the character I was reading about. Let's continue and start, you know, anew. It has a shiny number one on it. You feel (laughs) like you're at the beginning. Uh Hallelujah, right? Right. Real fans still have the ability to say, you don't know what she's all about. I bet you don't even know she came from the animated show. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. We get it. Uh But... At the same time, you have books like, for example, Aquaman, where in Rebirth, they already missed a chance to start selling well before the movie comes out more Aquaman books, but they kept the character the same. And exactly. I don't care if they if they keep this character, they make him look like shit, mm-hmm. have him grow his hair long, and all of a sudden he looks Polynesian, I won't give a shit for that. That that would be stupid to me. This was your chance to reboot the character. You should have rebooted the character. Little things like that uh-huh. are what really start hurting your bottom line. Right. And I think that DC, while they have some good ideas, they're missing on a lot of execution. And I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, I've said it once, i said it twice, I'll say it to him blue in the face. When you change a character's race, to me, I, that, I don't give a shit if you're only going to do that for movie purposes. To me, that makes you seem slimy in the first place. Like, yeah, we'll get them all in the seats. And then hopefully they'll go and try and buy the book. I mean, I'm waiting. I've already seen people who liked the Suicide Squad movie went and bought the Deadshot little one-shot thing. And they're like, what the fuck? This nigga looks like Tony Stark. <laughs> he do the line the hell of like Tony Stark. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute, this nigga looks like, like Tony Stark. I'm inventing guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why I was like, DC, you just did a rebirth. You just hit reset. This was your chance to change that, and you didn't do that. To me, that makes it seem like you guys are just caring about like getting people in seats. You're not really trying to push diversity. You're only trying to push diversity as long as you're making money. It doesn't even feel to me like they're really trying to put... It just feels like the the left hand is not talking to the right hand. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys don't realize that you're on a unified front in this medium. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, you guys... I mean, and that's the whole Marvel formula right now is we are on a unified front. Mm -hmm. They don't have X-Men... 
they don't have Fantastic Four. Ain't no Fantastic Four books, and X-Men about to be kicked out the fucking universe. Mm-hmm. So that shows you how Marvel's like, look, if we can't push you across the board, mm-hmm. we probably won't even fucks with you outside of Deadpool. Which, right. you know, <laughs> which they can't do. They're like, look, we make a lot of money out of Deadpool either way. And shout out to the one of Knox. Yeah, the, um, the marketing for Suicide Squad was great. But I said this on last week's podcast. I'm a big fan and believer in overcompensation. And my thing is, why are they promoting this movie so hard? I was just like, why? What are they making up for? Like, you have a movie with the Joker, Harley Quinn, and Will Smith. And I'm not even going to mention that Batman and Flash show up. We're just going to just gloss over that. But you have three of the biggest, three big names. You have an Oscar winner. You have a woman who won an Emmy, um, Viola Davis. You have all these elements, and I'm just like, why are y'all selling this movie so hard? When's the last time you seen a movie have four music videos for it? <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. Seen this? I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I forgot they even made music videos they for made, it. Like, uh, four music God. videos for it, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, what the hell's what's really going on? And now Suicide Squad's in trouble because they just spent so much money on marketing that. They they are in trouble of not even making that much money now. Yeah. Like now they're in trouble. Like they didn't spend so much on it, and that drop isn't helping it because they got to make at least eight hundred and fifty million, I believe, to just break even. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, "Well, you you don't understand. That's a lot of money." Here's the problem: is that the amount of money and overall dollar amount is not as important to the studios mm-hmm. as it is to the investors, the right. people who fund right. these movies. And people want Marvel-type returns. Uh-huh. People want Deadpool-type returns where, okay, you're telling me that five motherfuckers could have put in $10 million a piece and returned damn near a billion dollars. Like, I could have... Each of us would have walked away mm-hmm. with a hundred million dollars on a ten million dollar return. Seriously, that is that's the kind of thing that people want to invest in, mm-hmm. and will invest in blindly without concern. Let you have that creative control. But if you're not pulling out, if you're not breaking, you know, even there's a serious fucking problem, and you're going to start losing investors. People aren't going to want to make these movies anymore. And right. I think it's up to us as fans mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, look, here's where y'all fucked up." Mm-hmm. You need to fix this because fix we it. want these movies to come out. I want Superman, Batman, and those guys to be actually great characters because I love. <laughs> I tell people all the time I love DC Animation. Oh, DC, DC Animation is killing it. Kills ex- all except time. for uh, Killing Joke. I was like, yeah, Batman can't smash Batgirl. No, no. <laughs> Batman can't have sex. I don't care. I don't care what you're saying to me. But yeah. give a fuck. Batman can't have sex. Bruce Wayne can fuck all he wants. We discussed this before because I haven't pulled out comics. It's a great series where Batman with the mask on bangs Catwoman. I mean, think about this. Think about this. This is the man who trained to be a martial arts perfectionist, a freaking uh, super detective. But, Uh but, Uh he's run around for like 70 years in a fucking bat suit. He is batshit crazy. And there has to be some sort of costume fetish in that. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Here's Costume the deal. fetish. Here's the deal. Of course, of course there is. Catwoman's banging. However, <laughs> Bruce needs to pull that. She know he Bruce. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Batman with, 
begging girls. I'm just yeah, not. But think like, about no. it. If Batman ever gets a girl pregnant, what's she gonna do? Be like, Batman got me pregnant. Bruce Wayne get a girl pregnant. She rich. How, she, how she rich. Gonna, how she gonna get that yourself? How she gonna get that child support? What's she Batman? gonna do? She gonna be like, I've been trying to get. I've been flashing my bat signal in the night sky every night, and Daddy don't show up. To get that child support. Daddy that don't show up. Batman don't get no check. <laughs> no, nah. ain't no bat check. Bats don't get no. This ain't no George Clooney bat with no bat card. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Dude, he ain't gonna do it. He ain't that's gonna awesome. do it. So, what do we think about Wonder Woman now? Is it in trouble? Did we think it's in trouble? Um, you know what? It's. I want to say I don't know. Okay. And the only reason why is that, like I said. Right now, she is the thing I've liked most in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as her portrayal of the character overall, what she said in interviews, what the uh, people involved with the movie have said in interviews, the trailers. Each trailer still keeps getting better. It doesn't feel as... Um, still as jumbled as Suicide Squad, where I thought Suicide Squad is like, you guys had some good trailers, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty hype stuff. But then at the same time, there's still stuff I can see going wrong. Okay. This feels more like it's going to be like their Captain America. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, they had to change it to World War One yeah. just so they won't fuck with the Captain America if it's yeah. place in World well, War II. Well, I mean, think about Steve Rogers showing up and, you know, throws the shit. They're going to quick fight. Now, you know uh, how it should have been. It's going to have something yeah. like that. They're going to have, like, old Cap show up. <laughs> old Cap show up. <laughs> old Cap yeah. show up. But um, it's interesting. Cap, if Cap was a normal guy, he'd be Chris Pike. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why, I like, that's why it made sense. At first, I was like, so we're going back to World War One now? But now we have a problem because I think the movie was originally intended to be in World War Two. And, you know, there's a lot of World War enthusiasts out there. They're trying to say, oh, well, they didn't have those weapons in World War One." So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, there was a really, there was a crazy letter that came out this week talking about the Wonder Woman film. Someone who, I guess, works for WB, and they didn't want to put their name out there, I guess, and they were just giving a lot of harsh criticism. Did yeah, you, open you letter, right? Yeah, yeah it was, it was open an open letter. letter. They uh, they called them out for um, basically fanboying on Zack Schneider, for example. Okay. Um, costing people jobs mm-hmm. as a result of giving people too much power. Uh-huh. Um, I think Zack Snyder was called out in a good majority of it because of how many projects he's involved, involved yeah. in. Uh-huh. And it's like, this person is bringing you diminishing returns, and as a result... You're continuously laying off people, but this person is basically being rewarded with more work and bigger checks. Yes. And, you know, when you really sit down as a fan to me, and I go back and I, you know, think about our review on Batman vs. Superman, then our review on, um, you know, just kind of the trailers and looks that we've seen for the Justice League and stuff going forward, Man of Steel, Mm -hmm. I could see that. Because to me, it doesn't feel like, it feels like the vision. Mm-hmm. Is what's affecting things. Yes, I can. And agree. it feels very narrow in terms of how this vision's laid out. Right. It feels like um, it feels very much like you know, like I said, Zack Snyder is saying this is how I view the DC universe and these characters, and you'll accept them or yeah. I don't give a shit. Right, right. And he's been given the power to do that. Yes. And the fans have already come back and said no. Right. I don't like that. And if, you know, on the business side, Mm -hmm. when people start losing their jobs over somebody else's failure, where, you know, if people are speaking up, they're being shot down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just says that, well, yeah, you guys are letting your own movies fail. 
and you're fucking up as a company mm-hmm. by putting trust in the wrong people. I completely and absolutely agree. Um, you know, I don't know if that's real or not, but there's a lot of things that I said in it that you can tell this person has some kind of intel on this. And it, it kind of scared me. I talked about it with uh, Toast Online. He said he's not going to let it sway. But the person says Wonder Woman's in trouble too. Um, I personally thought it was a bad idea for them to do the movie in World War One because to me I'm like um, the the DC you guys haven't you still haven't built your world yet and you're already going back in the past like you still haven't established where we are <laughs> yeah you same. still haven't established this and now you're already going back but I get it see. I think they, in my opinion, what's really fucked up DC is that they went for the team movies mm-hmm. before they completed their solo movies. Like, for example, yeah, exactly. they should have done at a bare minimum the big three. Yeah, before Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Like, the big three should have had their movies. We should have seen reasoning um, behind, you know... Batman and Joker's relationship in the Suicide Squad because that would have led up to, you know, an, their other team movie. Um, we would have seen relationships between um, Batman and Gotham. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, is he, I mean, is he just that dude? He can do as he pleases? Why is he, you know, was he always so violent? Like, from him going to be like, I kill everybody and blast guns on sight, mm-hmm. to the, you know, much nicer guy we're seeing in the Justice League trailers, <laughs> feels fucking awkward. It like, does, let's keep it 100. I mean, someone said something that made a good point. He said, watch Suicide Squad and then watch Batman vs. Superman. What the fuck did the Suicide Squad do that was so different than Batman? He did worse shit in the Batman vs. Superman oh, movie. Well, I mean, they—I mean, they only killed real bad guys. So, I mean, <laughs> Batman oh, was killing motherfuckers, like you oh, know. Batman was killing shit. branding. I mean, these things were demon possessed. We're going to kill you. We have exactly. no possible chance. Which would have made more sense for Batman to be killing. But these guys, <laughs> Batman's criminals, was like, "Look, I'm Joe, and I'm a higher gun." You know. I mean, let's kill keep it away. real. Deadshot is the first and so far the only actually super heroic character in the DCEU. No. Okay. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But she hasn't. Here's the thing. She hasn't done nothing yet. No, she will she, later. No, no, no. Okay. She, she, she stole from the criminal Bruce Wayne. The killer and murderer. <laughs> the right? murderer. She used it for good first. Right, murder and ass Bruce Wayne. She used it for good first. Then, when there was an actual problem, she uh-huh. dropped what she was doing because she had a flight. It looked like she was about to be going first class, so she probably had a free drink ticket uh-huh. and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. She went and helped save the day without broading or being dramatic uh-huh. or crying about it like a little bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? She, like, went. You know, and... I mean, if it was just Batman and Superman, think about it. Superman would have left mid-fight and got Batman killed going to save Lois. <laughs> That's right? true. If Wonder Woman wasn't there, that's that what happened, right? Batman that would have been true. dead as fuck. He really did just leave, like, in the middle of a fight. Yeah, he didn't say shit. <laughs> he didn't say above. Like, he got like super voice powers. <laughs> and he didn't say shit. <laughs> I, when I saw that part, all I could think of was that old E-40 song. <laughs> <laughs> I, is her, I, is her, should I save her? <laughs> and he just cut the lowest limb for I wanna be saved. 
I was like, oh my god, like oh, I hate that scene so much. Okay, you might have a point there, yeah. but seriously, like, like she's well, other it. than her, like okay. he was the best. Like he was like the first like actually heroic character. He's yeah. a fucking bad guy. Well, you know, yes, you're absolutely right. I have no argument against that. Yeah, pretty much. What's up, Nomad805 over in the Beam chat? Um, <laughs> What's good? And yes, this is Task 1 from Team Backpack oh. as well. Back in the days. Back in the days. Back in the days, but you know. Past life. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, so you have, uh, you have that. And I personally think that, you know, um, I think that Warner Brothers at this point should, I think Warner Brothers should do a Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Follow up that Justice League movie with, like, just in the Justice League movie there. Like, I want something to happen in the Justice League movie where, you know, they, multiple deaths, like, just give me a shocking Game of Thrones type slaughter fuck up fest, ah. right? Then, Are we just going to kill a bunch of people no, again? Yeah, just kill a whole bunch of people, right? The DC universe. But, but, here's where I want to do it. Okay. I want to bring in what kind of what they're doing in the, sto- in the uh, movie, and I want to cross it all over. And I think that they should lead up to a Flashpoint type event okay? where their universe gets so bad that their only chance is to have Flash. Like, he, we saw him running, well, he already so went you back link in it, time. so we know he went back in time, and reboot it. Just, okay. re, just reboot everything. Keep some things the same. So the movies that worked, worked. You right. know, Suicide Squad, you could leave in continuity. It don't really affect shit, Right. I mean, um, Wonder um, Woman, well, mm-hmm. I think, will, hopefully, will probably work. Plus, it takes care of the past, so you could leave that as a historical thing. Okay. Reboot Batman. Okay. I don't even need a different actor, per mm-hmm. se, but don't just say he's fucking old for no reason. Bring in Robin. You know, give us Batman and Robin out the gates in a Batman movie, so that way we have more reasoning behind the, um, you know, the killing of Robin. Right. Do something smart in the sense where you bring back the regular clown Joker, mm-hmm. take off the tattoos and shit, and have the tattoo be something, an after effect. You know, where after like Joker... Yeah, I didn't like the tattoos. I, like I didn't tattoos. like the sports car. Give me back... And I think Jared Leto could pull it off. Give me back the dirty, grimy, you know, introduction Joker who's just... Fucking psychopathic murderer, not like I'm the clown prince of funkiness and crime. You know I mean, what I mean? I'm with you 100%. I didn't really care for uh, I'm a crime boss now, Joker. That, I was just like, I'm not buying that because Joker has never been about the money. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to do a different, more updated version of him, but they need to explain him more. I want to see why he is like this now instead of just, okay, here he is. Yeah. And that's been, that's the biggest problem with the DCEU is that instead of building their world, they just dropped us in the middle of one. Yeah. And, and like, like, imagine if, and I said this before, imagine if the Suicide Squad each starred in a separate solo film with the DC characters. Imagine Deadshot was in Batman and Harley Quinn was in Batman. Imagine if Captain Boomerang was in a Flash movie and it just shows a quick scene of each character collecting each villain and throwing them in jail. And then, or better yet, do the Justice League movie and then have the Justice League movie do a quick montage in the beginning of every single one of them Capturing each one and then showing that that would have been better instead of them trying to convince us that these are bad guys. 
Because I wasn't buying it. I'm like, what have they done that is bad? The only thing Harley Quinn done bad in that movie was she stole that purse. Well, no. Okay. Um, you have to remember, they tried to preface it. So well, I, showed, I showed you a screenshot earlier where they're actually crediting Harley Quinn and at least the participation okay. of the death of Robin. Okay. So when she does her introduction thing, they put across her name, mm-hmm. the death of Robin. So she was either in part of it, uh-huh. which is different, of course, than the books, because in the well, books no, she wasn't even right. created when you know uh, Jason Todd was killed. Right. But um, it it could make sense that in this universe, you know, they were together, and that is when Robin was killed. And I'm pretty sure, and, yeah, you know, she and I'm pretty was, sure they've all was done bad things. I, my question is, my thing is, I wanted them to show that in the film. Uh-huh. Don't don't make me write your movie for you. Well, I love what a reviewer said. Don't make me write your movie for you. Instead of saying, well, they're insinuating. Well, no, okay. just tell me. Well, just show you got to think about it then. She, she also had vandalism. Because she broke the window yeah, to get the purse. That's what I was saying. So that's, that's vandalism and theft. <laughs> but that's it. That's two crimes. That's it. Two crimes. But that's it. So I'm like, that's oh, it. So she also attacked officers. They showed her... Remember when, when she was her, in jail? Yeah, when she was in jail. That's, well, a, yeah. that's a crime. Well, yeah. That's a crime. And then she got fucked up for yeah. it. Well, but well, I would attack a nigga too if I was in jail. <laughs> that's why I'm like, fuck oh, you. No, and she's supposed, supposed to be passive crazy. and peaceful. She's supposed to be crazy. So basically, would you reset? the? Does DC need to press the reset button? Um, I would reset it in storyline. Meaning, I would create events and I would build up to the reset. Flashpoint? Making it... Yeah, like a flashpoint type event, but I would. That's not I would, fair. No, 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 no. That's no, so not fair. No. They could do that. Shit. I would go hard though. <laughs> I would go hard in the sense that I would make it a crisis. Ooh, I would make okay. it a crisis, like okay. book style. And here's what I would do because they've already led up to Darkseid, right? Okay, yeah. I would corrupt Superman, as they hinted in the uh, Batman vs Superman. Movie. Is it Darkseid or Darkseid? It's a little bit of both. Okay, okay. Right. Um, you know, I, don't know. I, I think it's called Dark Side in the end. I like I to call you. him Dark Seed because it sounds cool. It, just, it does sound better. But um, the Seed of Darkness yeah. and Blackness and right. Duggery. <laughs> um, yeah, gray-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would, so I would say that I would have it. Everything gets fucked up. So let's take Zyke's, Zack Snyder's Dark Universe and continue that in the JLA movie. Okay. Right? Because we do have the different costumes. We have a Thomas Wayne-ish Batman because mm-hmm. he's, you know, supposed to be older. And I would kill, murder, and maim everybody. Then I would just, boom, cosmic justice. We have this boom tube technology. Uh-huh. Couple that with the idea of the cosmic treadmill, like they do in the Flash show. Yeah. Right? And say, you could go... And then we get rid go, of Ezra, and then we have Grant be yeah, the, the Flash yeah. for the universe? Boom. Hey. You know what? No, I wouldn't even do that. Okay. I would be so OG, I would do. I would have both show up and cross at a different point. You know that's going to happen. Because I'd keep them in their different universes, but I'd have them cross to establish your multiverse. And then bring your universes in line with your TV uh-huh. and your movie-verse, but still identify them as separate. So okay. at some point, you know, be like, you know, in their flashpoint moments mm-hmm. where, you know, Grant goes and Ezra goes, mm-hmm. have them come across each other. Got you. Like what? You're not an African. Like you're different than like, I am. Like a whole you know, different you're not race whole, and everything. Yeah, like, crazy. Yeah. like there are different races yeah. and everything. Well, uh, well, I mean, okay, so yeah, I would probably do the same thing. But uh, speaking of reboots, the kind of soda, they're doing a Man of Steel two now. That's like official. Yeah, it's uh, in development, as they say right now, and that has me worried. Why are you worried? Um, I'm worried because I don't want to basically see a movie about a dude in 
six feet under. <laughs> like, is this going to be like, you this know, two and a half I'm hours saying. of a rotting corpse? But that's what I'm and saying. You're like, I'm kind of like, okay, now I'm really just questioning DC's logic here. I'm like, so you just ruined the surprise that Superman comes back. I mean, we know that Superman comes back. But a lot of people still don't believe it or not. To them, they're like, wow, Superman's dead. And then they say, yeah, we're doing Man of Steel 2. People are like, wait a minute. How are they doing Man of Steel 2? He's dead. Nope. <laughs> and I'm it's like, it. you guys just ruined your movie already. See, and this is where I would, I would come back and I would say <laughs> this movie would be called. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it Man of Steel 2. Okay. I'd cut out Man of Steel. I would come back and I would call it, first of all, I would call it. Superman, or I call it the Adventures of Superman. Something okay. a little more iconic, okay. and it would be—it wouldn't even be the Superman who died. I would probably try to give some filler in prior. You know that eighteen months between Man of Steel mm-hmm. and Batman vs Superman. Yeah, exactly. Because there—I mean, I wouldn't reboot it. Like I said, you still got two Justice League movies to do. I get doing this movie, mm-hmm. and I would show nothing but Superman doing good. The whole trust that Superman built up that we didn't feel uh-huh. came between Man of Steel. Because, like, okay, Man of Steel, you weren't even really out yet. Right, exactly. Right? You weren't right. really Superman yet. Then mm-hmm. Batman vs. Superman comes, and you basically die. Like, so in 18 months, people loved you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, these same people who supposedly loved you, gave you monuments, and all this crazy stuff... Mm-hmm. We're accusing you of killing some motherfuckers in Africa. Exactly. With bullets. Like it was confusing. <laughs> that was one of the most confusing things. I'm like, do they love them or do they hate them? Do they hate Superman? And one side, these people are like protesting. And they're showing like, you know, people are questioning if he's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm like, then why did they build him a monument? I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You don't build monuments about people you're not sure of. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Like, I mean, you don't make a monument about a character you're just not sure if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Like, that just didn't make sense. I can see if some random person just went and made it and just dropped it. No one knows how I got there. But obviously, the city, like, made this. <laughs> and so it was just like, wait, what the fuck? But anyways, yeah, so yeah. they're making Man of Steel 2. I-, I think they're kind of jumping the gun. Because I'm kind of like, okay, where where is this going to fit? Because they already have, you know, like all their movies they're supposed to be doing up till 2020. So it's like, okay, are they moving another movie to the side? Or what's exactly happening? Uh, since we're really not going to be doing a Green Lantern movie, because, you know, that would be a better announcement. <laughs> uh, we'll just do another Man of Steel movie. Uh, <laughs> so there's more necks in the DCU to be snapped. There's we more can, villains yeah. that need to be... Broken down and fucked up, man. Yeah, well, but, um, I mean, we'll bring back Candor and he can kill all their necks, too, because he likes killing Kryptonians. Exactly. Totally Superman-ish. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think, I agree. I think they're jumping the gun. I don't really think we need a Man of Steel movie, unless they're going to go back and try to recoin his character a little bit mm-hmm. and say that, you know, this was the hero that you guys missed over the 18 months. And yes, this is the movie that we should have put out. Because what should have happened is Man of Steel came out. Uh-huh. Following Man of Steel, a new Batman should have came out, redefining right. that. Right. Following that should have been the Wonder Woman movie. Following that should have been um, Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. Then it should have been Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Then you should have hit a Flash movie. Then we should have seen the first Justice League movie. I agree. If everything would have panned out correctly. Especially because you could bring other actors over mm-hmm. into their movies, which would have been hype as shit to see 
all these different villains and heroes pop up in each other's movies. Like Taz said, to see Deadshot pop up in a movie. And later see a Suicide Squad. Right. You know, to see, um, you know, Harley pop in a movie. Mm-hmm. Later in Suicide Squad. To see Flash pop up in, like, a Batman movie prior to, you know what I mean, yeah. any Justice League or anything else in that nature. Leaving those Easter eggs would have made us much more hype for these movies. Build your and world. You see, what someone made a good point. Build, said, your, build your universe. Well, that's what I mean. Like, but someone made a really good point. He said, these don't even seem like solo movies. They just seem like, because everything is linking to everything else. So, you know, first of all, we get Man of Steel, which leads to Batman vs. Superman, then Batman, Superman dies, and they ensure this is the reason why Suicide Squad starts. It's, it, he said, it doesn't seem like they're solo movies. It seems like it's DC, DC movie number one, Man of Steel. DC movie number two, Batman vs. Superman. DC movie number three, Suicide Squad. And that's what it seems. It seemed like deep, just a whole world movie instead of just showing separate parts of that same world and then showing how they all relate together. Instead, right. every movie is feeling like a everything related type thing. And, you know, DC is trying so hard to not be Marvel that they're forgetting to just be themselves. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, if... Who would you let's say let's say they do Man of Steel two? Okay. Would you want to see them do? Like, what villain would you want to see? I've been screaming for fucking um um Brainiac. Brainiac, Give huh? Me you want to go big? Give me Brainiac. We've seen everyone else before. Give me Brainiac. And unfortunately, Superman doesn't really have a. Believe it or not, he doesn't really have a rogues gallery like that. It's just pretty much Lex Zod. <laughs> Parasite. Parasite, Brainiac, uh, Metallo. Yeah, oh, Metallo will be nice, but I can't Metallo. see a whole movie about Metallo. See, here's and see, this is where Doomsday, I can say, but they already done that. Let's see, <laughs> and see, this is where I be. Oh, this is where I was set because let's say, and for me, Man, Batman vs Superman was Man of Steel two, right? Okay, I would have had that ship, and this is where they told him that ship would have been Brainiac. Mm-hmm. That ship would have been Brainiac, and you know what he would have done? He would have. Brainiac would have assisted, or Lex would have assisted in the creation of Metallo. Uh huh. Right? And getting Metallo on board. In the Metallo concept, basically trying to, you know, integrate a, you know, finding out this Kryptonian technology, he can integrate a human with a cyborg and power it with, you know, Kryptonite. Yeah. You know, working that out. Brainiac would have come online. Brainiac, being the archvillain, would have been creating, you know, more and more, like, all these robots to just throw at, like, you know, um, Matrix 2 style, mm-hmm. you know, throwing just robots at Superman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just made this big battle where Superman's trying to work it out and overcome it would have had to think his way out right. of the Brainiac solution. Right. You know, because at the same time, you know, you would have said that Brainiac holds a history. Right. So it would have been more like, you know, well, I am super, but how do I super my way around the situation kind of move? I get exactly what you're saying. And not done Doomsday until, like, later <laughs> down the road. Well, they've already shot their load. It's like now every any other villain that shows up, it doesn't matter because he's already fought the only being that could really kill him. <laughs> yeah. So now when you watch every other movie, you're just like, whatever. There's no. I want to hear people talk about that. The one of the biggest people's biggest complaints about Marvel, they keep saying, well, it felt like nothing was at stake. Well, my nigga, when you watch Man of Steel 2, there's going to be nothing at stake. He's already died and came back. It's already official. He can't be killed. 
So why do anything else? Yeah, I mean, every battle he gets into is like, look, I'm just going to throw myself in there, all right? Nothing's going to go wrong. And look, if he uh, does die, he'll just come back. Like, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. stupid. Like, yeah, it's see, so dumb ugh. they did that. Yeah, so I, I want to see him go through multiple villains if they did a Man of Steel 2. Well, they could do and a I Brainiac. Want that, I, want that, I want that 18 years. I don't want Brainiac yet. Okay. Because I think that they fucked up on just not having Brain. Brainiac would need his own movie. And here's what I want to see is I want to see a movie with Superman where he does super heroic things. Okay. And I want to see him take on multiple villains. I want to see him take on, like you said, like villains like the Parasite. I want to see him take on, you know, something Metallo. like Metallo. I want to see him take on even possibly having, uh, you know, a villain that turns uh, good. Oh, God, what's the old girl's name? Um, Livewire? No, no. Silver no. Banshee? Maxima. Oh, Maxima. I would okay. have like a Maxima to establish okay. another female hero okay. in the universe. Somebody who could come down and could even leave the planet what? with those kind of capabilities. You know what I mean? I'm but somebody who initially might mean, you know, wrong and could help him out later. Especially with his, like, you know, would have him down in like the Metallo fight, mm. you know, thus further showing his vulnerability against Kryptonite. And then also helping, you know, the Lex findings of his vulnerability watching the fight. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And things of that nature. So we further establish reasoning for the conclusions that were made right. in, you know, the past movies. Okay. You know, make okay. more sense of things. Clean it up. Clean it up. Yeah, Clean it well, up. there's a lot of that that needs to be happening. You know. Um, so one of the other movies that's um, coming out is also... I, let's oh, hold ahead. for one second. Um, for the stream, I'm going to start and restart the stream real quick because it looks like it's kind of bouncing a little bit. So I'm going to adjust some settings. Okay. Um, it's Yeah, it's capturing everything. We have the local recording, but Got it's messing it. up a little bit. So, like... Two minutes, uh, intermission, hold your horses, and we'll be, like, right, right back. 